Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, Jason Manford and Steve Edge on Absolute Radio. How the devil are you, everybody? Hope you're well this Mothering Sunday. Happy Mother's Day to all your mums uh, out there. And uh, I guess there's lots of other things we have to include. Uh, obviously, there'll be like stepmums, uh, mm. there'll be grandparents, there'll be, and then those these people whose mums are no longer with you, and this is a day to sort of think about and reflect. So we're mm. sending lots of love to everybody today uh, for Mothering Sunday. How's your day, Steve? Have you, have you lined up some um, some big, big gifts and and whatnot for uh, for your wife. Well, I mean, what is there to do th- at tough, this time? You can't buy tickets for a gig. You can't. Nope. You can't, nope. you can't. I mean, last year Week. I bought yeah. some like a spa, like a lovely like weekend Ooh, yeah. in a spa, but still haven't used them. Still, the no. spa's not opened again. Now you can go for a walk to the spa. Yeah, yeah. You know, but you have to. It's only four allowed in at, at one time, so <laughs> we've got to get there early. <laughs> uh, so yeah, yeah. It's tough one, isn't it? I had a moment. Well, this is my day today. So it's actually, uh, obviously we record this a couple of days before. Uh, it's my wife's birthday today. Mm. And so I ordered a load of stuff, but I, I don't know why I did this, but I ordered it to arrive today rather okay. than yesterday so I could get it ready. And then when she woke up this yeah. morning, they were there. Anyway, it'll all be here by sort of midday or whatever. It'll be fine. Um, but like flowers or a couple of gifts and moisturiser or whatever, I don't know. Um mm. Like stuff that you've just, she's subtly told you that she actually wants, you know. Yeah, um, yeah. specifically the name and the brand spe- and the type. Yeah, and I mean, how do I just know? Just something what? like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Specifically like that. Well, I remember this name. It was called like Drunk Elephant or something. Oh, right. That's what the moisturizer is called. Oh, that I sounds don't like know. a gin. I know it does, doesn't it? Drunk Elephant, or like a, it sounds like a Pharaoh and Ball colour of paint or something yeah yeah could I get this room in Drunk Elephant like it's one of them isn't it? oh yeah they've been a good Drunk Elephant on the walls yeah. <laughs> um, and so I, so it's all arriving you know hopefully in the next couple of hours um, so it meant this morning um, and we don't really do cards it's not really something that happens I don't get one she don't get one no one's bothered um, the kids make them and that's fine but it meant this morning that um, the only gift she had she got up this morning at 8 o'clock was um, a bunch of flowers from the builders and uh, nice guys and a card yeah really nice guys but I was a bit well, like thankfully somebody remembered yeah <laughs> I was like oh well done lads <laughs> you've well, made me look like a right mug well look like, alright Charlie now well done lads <laughs> <laughs> like, great great that's all I need uh, so yeah no I'll be alright all at some point but it's so hard isn't it? and also you know what the other thing she did Steve and I know you'll appreciate the frustration of this right yeah last week I see a little parcel come through from, I don't know, Nike or somewhere like that. Um, mm. She opens it up. She's like, oh, a pair of trainers. I went, I said, what the hell is that? She said, I just bought myself a pair of trainers. Oh, no. You don't buy oh, presents dear. near your birthday. Yeah. What you buy doing? a pair of trainers a week before your birthday. Oh, Why would you do that thing. to me? You haven't bought a pair of trainers, have you? No, thankfully not. I just oh, bought myself, yeah. but bought myself a pair instead. But oh, are they for me? No, bought myself a pair of trainers. <laughs> <laughs> Not unless you're size 10, sweetheart. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I've, anyway, I think I've done all right. I've done all right. I, um, it's, I, I felt a bit, a bit, I sort of got taken in by the Mother's Day marketing campaign. Mm. Um, I got like an email sent for I think Selfridges or something sent an email. Here's some gifts for Mother's Day. And I was like, how dare you presume what mm. I am going to, oh, actually, that's quite good. I'll that does that. look good. Yeah, so <laughs> well, we're also in the hotel chocolate club as well, so we get regular emails about uh, stuff. For oh that yeah, now of course, as well, don't we? So I'll yeah. have a little look at there. There's a few oh, nice little things. Just to... my problem is I can't wake up early doors, me. So like this morning, I really last night I went to bed at like half ten because I thought right, I want to get up early. I want to get up, make breakfast. Nice, you know, do all that, you know. And I'm just I'm congratulating on the idea. Yeah, the idea than the and application and they, of. Steve, they do say that it's the thought that counts. Exactly, and you thought I it, did. didn't you? I thought, did you thought think about it. it? Well I did done. think it. I thought, well done, mate. Pat on the back for you. <laughs> I went to bed early, and then this morning... Still thinking about it while you're trying to get oh, sleep, I was literally thinking about it as I was oh, dropping off. Yeah. Uh, I woke up this morning, side of bed was empty. What's that smell? I think that's bacon. Yeah. Yeah. And then so. just hear the builder going, Hello, darling, happy birthday. I got your knees from the boys. <laughs> oh. Is there anything else? Nothing else here now. There's some bricks over there, but there ain't nothing come. We Some parts we ordered came in the post, but there ain't nothing else. Why is he a cockney, my builder? I don't know. They're all builders are cockneys, aren't they? <laughs> like cab drivers. All cab drivers are cockneys, aren't they? 
Well, I've, I've repointed yeah. outside, mate. Well, that's lovely. Well, I've done that over there, yeah. <laughs> um, I tell you what is hard about Mother's Day is um, mm. I, I, I look, I, maybe I'm maybe I'm talking out of turn here, but I feel like not as much thought goes into Father's Day. Is that fair to say? Um, I don't not know. Not necessarily I don't, from I don't our know. partners, but you know, on a sort yeah. of global sort of uh, you know yeah. marketing campaign, that certainly. They don't, it's not, yeah, they it's don't, not as they big, don't you know care as mean? much, do they? Yeah. Um, do, uh, do you, because you have to buy your present, don't you? You have to buy a present like via. Well, usually your you son. have to buy a present, yeah, and then you have to buy another present from your yeah. son, don't you? Yeah. Yes, yeah, so you buy he's a not, present he's for your He's not wife. chipping it. I mean, he's got like an ISA or something, but it's not coming out of his money, is it? I know, exactly. Out of my money. It's, it's it should more really money come out of his savings. Now, really <laughs> my, should, yeah. My kids literally have got more money than me. It's in yeah. an ISA I can't even get in. Yeah, I saw it the other day. I was like, "Wow!" Because you know yeah. they put like um, they put uh, the, the ISO we've got for the kids uh, is in different companies as well. So some I don't know who does this. Some company yeah. does it, and uh, they put them. And then sometimes it makes money, sometimes it doesn't, or whatever. Um, two of my kids, ran, totally randomly, have got shares in Pfizer. Oh, well done. <laughs> just, just randomly have got it. That's so theirs has gone through they? the roof. Yeah, of course. You're the one's like, got one in Zoom. <laughs> You'll pay for Mother's Day. You two. You two have made more money this year than I have. <laughs> yeah. Well, you could buy something that's really impractical and go, well, what can I say? He's only five and he doesn't know, does he? Well, there he is thought that, you wanted yeah. a sound bar for the telly. I'll put it around anyway. <laughs> yeah. He thinks you like Spider-Man for the PlayStation. <laughs> yeah. He, he, says, he told me, he said, you love it, he said. <laughs> I mean, if you got your kids to actually choose a present for Mother's Day, it would be like a car or a train, wouldn't it? Go, oh, thanks. Yeah. It'd be a disaster. Yeah. <laughs> so it'd be. Yeah, it's, it is tough, that. And then I've got the sort of... And I've got the situation as well. Like, So my mum has been dropping hints of what she wants. Oh, right. Yeah. And my mum's not shy. No. She's not shy <laughs> and retiring. You know what I mean? She's not like, oh, do you know what? Don't want Just a card would be lovely. She's not one yeah. of them. She's like, oh, even, even now she just texted me before, I'm at the dentist. I was like, right. Just thinking about these like implants in the front of my teeth, you know. I'm like, have That's you seen the price of... That's not a Mother's Day present, isn't it? No, it's not a Mother's Day present, isn't it? I mean, I know you're supposed to bring a smile to your mum's face, but I'm not literally going to pay for one. Yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Too much. No, that's too much, that. I mean, dentists just make up prices, don't they? It just sounds weird as well to buy your mum implants. It just sounds like something <laughs> else. <laughs> <laughs> when did you get your mum for Mother's Day? Implants. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. We're very close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Cracking knockers. More of a present for me dad. Yeah. It's Father's Day. It's a double present. It's all rolled into one. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Big week this week, Steve. Big week. Oh, we got that? our freedom back. We got our freedom yes. back. Yeah, what oh. did you do? I mean, I, I didn't know what to do myself. I've got to say, Steve. I did that right. thing when I sort of dropped him off, and then I was like, "Yeah, oh, yeah. Very quiet now." I exactly. Him a little bit. And we actually, After... we actually had a phone call, didn't we? Like five past nine on Monday. Yeah. And well, you we were drunk both, already, weren't you? I was absolutely hammered. I was at the parent party at the the, the local rec. Um, yeah, nine till we three just, when it was a great yeah, party. Yeah, had a bonfire. Everyone was just like drinking out of those red cups that they have in American parties. Yeah, um, chugging, chugging that, yeah. It was, like, it was a chug, chug, chug. It was amazing. Some teachers there, which I thought was very inappropriate. But Yeah, what are you doing here? Who's looking at the kids? Oh, we do it all on Zoom now. Yeah, no, but you need to... Uh, what? Kevin! Yeah, it was uh, It was good. It was good. Um, but we actually, in, in all seriousness, we did have a moment where, even though we've been like slagging off homeschooling for the last year, where we rang each other and we there was a moment of genuine, like, I actually sort of mm. quite missed them. Yeah. You know, because they've been around so much. I mean, it didn't last long. It was an hour or so, and I was fine. Yeah. Um, you know, I sort of stood there at the cupboard like, they'd be asking for their 16th snack of the day by now. Right now, yeah. <laughs> I did um, when he came back from school. I was like, did you do any phonics? Did you do any phonics? What did, you, uh, did, they, did they say your phonics was good? Was the phonics, did they say, were they good at phonics? Because which words did you do? Like, just seeing if there was, you know, yeah. keeping up to the level that I'd, you know, got to. On phonics. That's it, of course, because they've got to get, they, those teachers have got to get to your level of teaching now. Yeah, but they're just, just a group of kids, isn't they? They don't know what everyone's individual skills no. are, where they're at now. You've been one on one with your son for this yes, long. Yes, exactly. 
So if they slip back, it, if anything, it's their fault. Mm, that's what I'm going to tell them. <laughs> that's what you should tell them. I'm sure they'll be up for listening to that one on Parents' Evening. Yeah, Look, he was all right with me, love. Yeah, well, I'm just saying. <laughs> Pretty good with me. <laughs> yeah, I, I had the... What, what I found hard, I bet loads of parents have felt this as well, is suddenly having to be somewhere at, like two times a day, like to drop yeah, them off yeah, and pick them yeah. up. Like, I really struggled factoring that back into my life. And my, and my days just have suddenly become really short. Yeah, yeah. Because at it, half two, I'm already thinking... It's not a long period, oh, is it? Yeah, yeah, I've got to no. go in a minute, yeah. Got to go and sort that out in a minute. You know, as before, it was like, well, they're upstairs, they're around. But also, you know my I mean? lad as well, fortunately, he was, like, during the, you know, the bad lockdown, he was getting mm. up at, like, half eight, nine. That was his yeah, time getting no, up. Never got getting up at seven again. No. He's like, what's going on? I'm like, <laughs> school, isn't it? He's like, yeah, I've family sleep. No, <laughs> Monday just... night, we were, every one of us, asleep, like, in bed for half seven, asleep mm. for eight. It's including good. me. Yeah, you had to be though. That was a, that was. <laughs> well, it's a lot to take in for everyone, wasn't it? It's a big day, man. We're absolutely yeah. wrecked. Well, my kids have started this new school, right. and uh, it's a bit of a posh school, like, and they were just raving about the, the food. Oh, is it know, really like, nice? Yeah, I didn't yeah. realise the posh of the school, the posh of the food. Is it? Oh, like mate, Gordon I mean, they've Ramsay. Got, they've got like a sommelier. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> with the milk. For the milk, yeah. this is uh, cow's milk. It is three days old. Ooh, sounds nice. Got any? Uh, got any goat? Yeah, it's, uh, but it's, yeah. it's 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 and then suddenly I'm having to think about that as well because obviously whatever they have at lunch, I've got mm. to then think about dinner. You know, because I just go pasta generally. That's my go-to. Yeah, it's just an easy meal in it. You know, but then they have pasta at lunch. I was like, oh. Yeah. Now I've got to think about it. You need to tell me what you've had so I can prepare for the evening meal. <laughs> That's what it's like. It's like a blooming cafe in our house. Now, one daughter who's pescatarian now. Okay. That's a new thing. So yeah. blooming fish. I've never eaten so much fish in my life. And you've got to venture out, so you can't just give them fish fingers. No, no, yeah. You've got to, you've got to work with the fish, haven't you? You really have got to... Yeah. A lot of it tastes a bit samey, doesn't it? So you have to f- find a way of making a fish different, don't you? I know, and I'm, already, uh, yeah, and I'm already giving it, like, royal family. Can you have way for thin ham? Like, I'm already, like... Trying to, yeah, get them back into meat. <laughs> trying to work it out, but... No, fair play to her. That's, uh, that's what she's up to. But uh, anyway, any parents out there who've had a tough week, we're here for you. We, we understand your pain. Stick with us for the next couple of hours and you'll hear, I imagine, like-minded complaints about uh, what has been a tough but satisfying week for most of us. From the darkest recesses of the minds of Jason Manford's listeners, queries from the so each week uh, we love to hear your questions, your quandaries, your, your you know your dilemmas, and we'll mm. deal with them. Me and Steve will sort them out. All you've got to do is email Jason at absoluteradio.co.uk. Uh, they can be hypothetical questions, they can be personal questions, science questions, TV questions, a bit of bin chat, whatever you fancy. Whatever yeah. you fancy. Uh, we've got a science question here, Steve. This is Brian in Hull. Oh, this is right up our straight. Science, yep, let's go. Pretty <clears throat> clever. Yeah, uh, yeah. Hi, Jason and Steve. Here is my science question for you. Okay. Now, strap yourself in, Steve. All right. If you could travel faster than the speed of light, surely you could travel back in time. But if you're travelling faster than light, which is everything, then surely you will end up in the future. So can then... You acknowledge what happened in the past. Or, if you're following faster than light, does that mean that you then travel into nothingness as time hasn't happened yet? Oh, my head hurts. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could go back in time and not ask that question. I wish, yeah, I wish I could go back in time and properly start listening from the beginning. But it was on there. (laughs) (laughs) As soon as you said, drive forward, would you go back? Would you go forward in time? Backwards, I went, right, that's the end of the question. Let me try and think about it. And they went, or what if you had blonde hair? And then I was like, oh, I can't take all this in. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot from Brian in Hull. So, Um, um, yeah. I don't know is the answer. I don't uh, know. Nobody does, even (laughs) scientists. Um, but But, I mean, the basic question, Steve, would be, is, at any point, time travel going to be possible? Well, they say, don't they, if it was possible, there'd be somebody here going, all oh, right, I've just come from the future. Or oh, yeah, that's from the... true. That's what they say. But then yeah. maybe, you know, when time travel is possible, 
maybe you're not allowed to say that. They just go, don't mention that you're from the future because it'll ruin the surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but could you trust that many people? That's well, the thing. I don't think maybe they put people. like an implant in them, and if they say they're from the future, they explode, and they're not going to risk it. Maybe right. that's what spontaneous com- combustion was in the sort of sixties. That oh, doesn't happen anymore. Pe- oh, that's true. It was yeah. people going, "Guess what? I'm from the future." Because <laughs> people don't. That doesn't happen as much anymore, does it? Yeah, it used to be a right thing. That it used didn't to be it? a right people... thing. It used to be like a leg on a chair on an armchair. Yeah, just like a pair of shoes just, just sat there, just burst into flames. I think that was cool. before fire retardant furniture came out more than spontaneous. I think it probably was. Yeah. Smoking I mean, he was smoking. Yeah, exactly. It was next to a three-bar fire that kept spitting out stuff and he had flammable clothing on but yeah yeah it's weird it's really, i just can't understand how it's, it's what, a phenomenon it, it really is <laughs> maybe that's what happens so that's why if you say it you explode so that's why right. no one from the future is there anybody that you think like famous you go well he looks like he's from the future he knows stuff there's not is there um not really no like maybe like brian cox yeah you know, he could be um, he could be from the future, couldn't he? But he was. But I sort of remember him in the it, like if he's come from the future and then gone right. What I'll do is I'll do five years in a band, <laughs> and yeah. then I'll become like a stargazer. <laughs> I'll be in Dream for a bit. I think. I'm, well, I, I don't think. I know that I'll get picked up by the Labour Party because that'll right. be their things can only yeah. get a better song. And then I think I'll have a BBC Two show. So I just, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I think he would have planned a trajectory a bit quicker or better into. You know, yeah, that's yeah, it would be a witch because while he was in D Ream and stuff there, or wherever he was in, mm. that's when the internet was sort of invented. So he could oh, have right. just gone, well, I know about the internet because I'm from the future, I'm going to invent the internet. <laughs> but that's the thing you're not supposed to do when you time travel, is it? You're not supposed to mess around with I know, the future. You say that, yeah, you can't trust people, can you? You couldn't, no. tr- that's the problem. You couldn't trust people with time travel. That no, you can't trust people with time travel. I mean, even Back to the Future, you can't trust them, can you? No. Because in the first one, Doc's doing the old, the slightest little thing you do can change and everything in the future. And then by the third one, he's going, listen, I've just got married in the Wild West and had a load of kids. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, does this not go against you? Jules and Vern weren't around in the... These two new kids have just appeared. Yeah, well, you know what I mean? It's one rule for you, another room for Doc Brown. That's what I say. Yeah, that seems to be that seems to be the case. You could end up with that like that um, episode of the Twilight Zone where they go back to Jesus's crucifixion. Oh, I've not seen that one. What happened? You're not seeing it. Oh, no. it's great. It's a really deep thinker. It's a brilliant episode if you can find it. I can't remember what it's called. The, the actual episode. It's one of the old black the, and white ones. Yeah, from the old yeah. black and white ones. But essentially, time travel has become such a, a big thing that now people go on holiday. Yeah. To, to various times in the past. And one of the most popular ones is to go back to Jesus' crucifixion. And, but they morbid. tell everybody... What's that? <laughs> bit morbid. It's a bit, but people are like that, aren't they? People are, people are weird. And, uh, you know, obviously it's a moment that is a defining moment in, you know, history, I guess, if that's your Go back to the birth, belief. though. I mean, because it's Christmas as well, isn't it? I think they'd spot you at the birth. <laughs> Well, that's the problem because it's, it's cows, it's, it's lambs, yeah, just, you know, you three don't, you wise don't. men. The three wise men arrive. Who's ten this minutes guy? Late, ten minutes later, another three wise men arrive. They've got backpacks on and a rough guide. Lonely planet, Jerusalem. Hey, all right. Yeah, we bought, <laughs> bought you some things as well. <laughs> um, this is a, this is an Apple Watch, right? It monitors your heart and everything. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Do they not do yeah. that. No, this is the problem. Can you just give it? us a break? We're trying to have some time with our child. This, this is. You're like the fourth three wise men that have come in here now. <laughs> All right, sorry. <laughs> oh, what's this? More shepherds? <laughs> so they go back to the crucifixion uh, in this episode and they're told, look, you can't interfere with the past. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the main rule here. So they dress them up as, you know, locals or whatever in the in the, the garden. Like for Brian, they've got little beards on and everything. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Uh, the Romans then say to the crowd, uh, right, who yeah. shall we uh, release? Uh, Barabbas or or Jesus, and the crowd yeah. of uh, all shout uh, to release Barabbas for what I don't know whatever right. reason I don't know what the situation is. Um, so that happens, and so when these people go back to time travel, back to the to the crucifixion, the the people doing the the, the holidays uh, back there say to the tourists, right, you have to even though you want to release Jesus, you, you can't got to say Barabbas, to say Barabbas yeah. because yeah. that's just the way history works, and you would change well, so mean, many that, things. Imagine that changing of time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, one, wouldn't it? That would be pretty big, I would say. Yeah. 
and uh, so it also of the crowd are assembled, and they and and I think Pontius Pilate, whoever says, you know, who should we release it? And everyone shouts Barabbas. But yeah. what they discover is everybody in the crowd is a time travel tourist. Oh, yeah. And they've been told to say that. But they've been they? told to say it. Yeah. So what? So, so oh, oh, it's man. a good. It's a Twilight Zone that messes than, with your head. Weirder than that question from that bloke from Hull. It's really weird. So anyway, there you go. That's so. That's the answer to your question, Brian, Brian of Hull. <laughs> Jason Manford. I've wanted to talk about this for a while, actually, Steve. What's that? Um, well, you know, obviously, the situation we're in, the pandemic, COVID, all these things, the lockdown, very emotive, very, uh, you know, very stressful for a lot of lot of people. Yeah. Um, but what I seem to have found is companies and people using COVID and the pandemic and the lockdown as a bit of an excuse for just being a bit rubbish. Being a bit rubbish. It's yeah. COVID, isn't it? Yeah. COVID. That's it. And, and it's sort of annoying me a little bit. It started a few weeks ago on Twitter where I uh, tweeted to um, a well-known pizza company called Pizza mm. Express. Oh, yeah. um, I tweeted them and I just said... Um, I, I basically I'd done a TV production, and I'd ordered a load of pizzas for everybody at the end. Oh, of Oh, you mentioned production. this before, and they, yeah. they weren't chopped up, and they weren't they weren't, they weren't <coughs> sliced. Yeah, but we're, you know we're on set. No one's got a pizza slicer with them. It's not COVID friendly either. Is it? It's, it's not COVID friendly to. About. Yeah, you can't be like slicing each other's and all that sort of stuff. But it was one of them where I was a bit like, why why are you not slicing them anyway? The thing with that is, and I love Pizza Express pizzas. Our it's our go to that, but. They've never sliced them, ever, mm. when, unless you specifically say, can you slice them? Even in the shop, you know, when you go into the restaurant, you've got to do it yourself at the table. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is, right? So I tweeted them and just said, why is this a thing? Why, why is all Pizza Hut, Domino's, uh, Papa John's, everybody else slices their pizzas? Mm. But Pizza Express have decided that's not what they do, like some sort of weird, authentic Italian thing. I don't know Too what's going on. Too good to slice pizzas. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I got a reply back from Pizza Express on Twitter saying, uh, COVID, innit? Mm, COVID, I said, innit? well, it's not been COVID for the last 10 years that I've been going to Pizza Express, so I'm mm. calling you out there, pal. That, yeah. That's absolutely not true because you've never done it. Like the idea that he's that this, you know, chef has had his hands like wrist deep in your dough yeah and then suddenly <laughs> suddenly you can't slice don't go it. near it don't go near it whoa 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 you know so anyway that was the sort of first point of yeah. this yeah you know yeah people blaming covid for things but i just i've just noticed it a lot you know yeah it's out there isn't it? it's just people are blaming this pandemic uh on on their own shortfall steve yeah <laughs> Exactly. Is that fair to say? No, there's a lot of little companies, I think, that people have gone to in the lockdown. And um, that stuff hasn't arrived, and they go, oh, it's the COVID, it's the postage thing. And you're like, as far as I can see, the postage people are still doing a pretty good job. So yeah. don't blame... You can't blame postage on COVID. No. They're all doing it. They're, they're nailing it. it. Day. So you've not put it in the post, is what's going on here. That's, what, that's what's happened. That's exactly what's happened. I had it the other day, right, a very odd one, where... So we're obviously painting the house and all that at the moment, doing all the decorating and stuff. It's boring. So I, I needed to go out and get some paint. And my wife wanted this specific paint from uh, a company called Farrow and Ball. Have you ever used these oh, or have you ever Farrow seen these? Yeah, 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 Farrow and Ball. Yeah, they're the right. sort of So they're like fancy, fancy paint um, if you have no concept of how much things cost. Yeah, and it's sort of Route 1 <laughs> fancy as well. There's a lot of other fancy paint people, but everyone yeah. knows Farrow and Ball, so they yeah. get... Exactly. They sound like a couple of dancers or some yeah. or, you know, ice dancers at the Olympics, yeah. don't they? Yeah. Um and the next up, Farrow and Ball. Like but they're they just they've just put an imaginary price on a tin of paint. Mm. And it is good, like it is quality stuff, but it's very pricey. It's not got gold so, dust in though, has it? It's not got gold no. shimmer in it. Even the gold shimmer one probably hasn't got gold in it. No. Which exactly. you'd think for the price it should have. <laughs> exactly. So what you do like most people do, I imagine, is you get the colour that you like mm. and then you go to one of the big stores and you colour match it. Mix that <laughs> for the, us, will you? With a cheap one, yeah. That's yeah. what I've been doing anyway. I'm not a mag, mate. So, anyway, I went the other day to the shop and I knocked on the door and because obviously you're allowed in DIY, DIY shops, yeah. even with the lockdown. I knock on the door 
And the woman comes to the door and she says, uh, "Send it like like a little, little slit open." Went, yeah. <laughs> it was a bit like that. Um, went, I said, "Oh, I just I'm looking for this. I can't remember. What it was called like Pharaoh Black or something like. That. I don't know what it was called." Yeah. Um, I said, "I'm looking for this color, like you know." And uh, she said, "Yeah, you can't come in." I said, "No, that's fine. I don't I don't want to come in. I mean, I know we've both got masks on and it is a DIY shop and you're technically allowed to be open, but that's fine. Uh, can I just get this? I just want the te- the the tester pot." Yeah. She said, "Oh, you'll have to order online." I said, right, okay. But I, I am right here. I'm just here now, though. That's the here. thing. I'm right yeah. here. You'll have to do it online or on the phone. Okay, fine. So she goes back in. So I ring the number that's on the door. Yeah. And it's ring- I can hear it ringing in the shop. <laughs> Mate, she doesn't answer. What? She didn't answer the phone. Why? why is, what's going on here? Why is she not answering the phone? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, second time I rang, and I sort of added a little... On the window yeah. as well, and yeah. a little point at the phone. Yeah, yeah, just just the hand showing. <laughs> yeah. just and then she answered open. the phone and she yeah. said, "Oh, how can I help you?" I said, "Well, you know how you can help us. I want that just fair old black, whatever it's called." I can't speak can at the I- moment. I'm dealing with a customer outside. It's quite irate. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's me. I'm the irate one. <laughs> so I end up ordering it, paying for it over the phone on my card and all that, and then she brings a little bag out, and it was all fine. Anyway, I get home, and uh, I mentioned it to my wife. She said, oh, yeah, no, there's been some mentions on TripAdvisor. Trip Everyone, a, yeah. Reviewing B&Q TripAdvisor, no other. <laughs> reviewing, <laughs> a reviewing this paint shop. Yeah, because no, nobody's gone oh, on any trips. Really, yeah, yeah. So people are just going, oh, what else can we... I like <laughs> reviewing what? stuff, so this is good. <laughs> what trip did you have today? Me, I went to, went to the paint shop in town. Any good? Just done a review. Mm, yeah, the journey was had... all right, but when I got there, <laughs> didn't like the locals. Everyone's had the same thing. I thought, crikey, that must be a weird. That must be a weird thing to know that you've been reviewed on TripAdvisor. Yeah, and yet you've still not actually learned. <laughs> your and if it's that expensive, you can just do what you want, can't you? That's, that's the, the thing, isn't it? That's you the only thing. sell two tins, and that's you. You done for the day, isn't it? Yeah, put the shutter down. I noticed the other day I was um, I went to use uh, a loo in a um, in a hotel actually it was in I was doing some filming there, and um, they'd blocked off uh, every other sink which is understandable yeah. isn't it so one three and five yeah, yeah. and seven yeah so you separated off the, yeah. yeah yeah they blocked off the urinals the audio urinals there so three five and seven there so you couldn't stand next to each other but they'd also blocked off the cubicles, and I thought. Oh. Is that necessary? Because well, you've got like a screen, haven't you? But I mean, there's I literally know. a wall in between. Yeah. But Is interestingly, that... in a lot of, I've noticed like service stations, this was early in the pandemic, when I remember last mm. year. Uh, you know when you press the, you know, the, the, the tap to oh, wash yeah, your hands? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That lasts about three seconds. You're like, mate, that should be last. You should have changed this now. So this runs for 20 seconds at least. So I can wash my hands yeah. without having to touch the tap again. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And get more COVID on my hands. Makes not a jot of sense, man. No. Uh, so a few people have messaged us uh, on the old social media. Uh, Mark Button says, a beef eater told me, I think this is at the in London. Oh, right, um, not the shop, not the, not, um, restaurant, not the, the state restaurant. restaurant. No, A beef eater told me I wasn't allowed to take a photo of the ravens at the Tower of London because of COVID. No, I didn't. I think we can judge these as we go along, can't we, if they, yeah. if they are COVID-related like, or not. Isn't that like a... That's like an old one, isn't it? It's just not allowed, is it, or something? Yeah, I think so. COVID. Yeah. No, is it heck? You can take photos of the ravens, guy, if you can see them. I mean, mm. that seems a bit odd. Uh, Louise Dibble, a famous pizza takeaway service, refusing to do half-and-half half pizzas because of COVID. This, uh, oh. this is, uh, yeah, I've seen this actually. Yeah, yeah. So these people like these half and halves because nobody can make their mind up anymore. It's about no, the Brexit pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's the Brexit pizza, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Nobody can make a mind up even on a pizza. But everyone's nobody... doing a sort of reduced service, aren't they? Lots of the yeah. companies like Nando's exactly. I sort of, I, I don't, I don't mind that one actually. You just have to sort of just make a decision. Basically, you've got to now's make the decision. time. This isn't. It, in fact, this COVID might have helped you here. You need to get off the fence and just choose it. Do you want mighty what? meaty, or do you want, or do you not want mighty meaty? Just, just choose. Yeah. yeah. It does seem a bit odd that. Uh, I guess it's helpful if you're a couple and you just want the one pizza and one of his likes that and one of his likes. That. I understand that, but mm. I don't really know why COVID, <laughs> COVID is to blame. Yeah. For not being able to have half and half, but I'm going to I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt that piece of takeaway service to say okay, fair enough. Maybe it's just reduced service. It's the time it takes, 
Uh, maybe more people are ordering pizzas than ever before. And it's, I don't know. He's don't probably know got a mask and maybe glasses on as well, so he's steaming yeah. up so he can't see the fine line between the middle and it's it's now three quarters of one and a quarter of the other. It. That'll be it. That'll be it. <laughs> Ruth Button says, My little girl couldn't try her school shoes on. I could touch them. I could cough on them if I wanted. There wasn't anything stopping me having a cheeky little lick, but I couldn't put them on her feet. 100% no. Mm. I mean, it's tough. When I've just had the same situation, my daughter's gone back to school and, yeah. um, you know, her shoes don't fit. She's grown since yeah, she, yeah. she last uh, wore them. Um but even in the supermarkets where they're selling, they're still selling these things. Yeah. You can't have a moment where you, where you try them on. But I mean, I wouldn't go around licking them. No, or coughing on them. Or coughing on them. I think that's the reason they're not letting. You know, that feels like they're going to have to start putting signs up saying, "Don't, don't, don't lick them." Yeah, don't cough in them. Just please. So you can't um, try them on. You can't. Put no, them you can't your... try them on. But again, I suppose you have just got to know what size your kids' feet are. Well, what they were, and just go. Well, they've probably grown. Just one add a size bit, yeah. Two sizes, yeah. It's just a bit of a pain at getting home, trying them on. But then you can't have people sat around trying on shoes all day long. So but if you buy them and try them on and then get them... No, don't try them on. Get them home and they're too big. You can take them back, can't you? You can still take them back, weird, yeah. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah, a bit odd, that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to side with um, I'm gonna side with Ruth on that one. I think maybe you should be allowed to try children's shoes on. That, yeah. feels, like, that feels essential to me. Yeah. My daughter's like got blisters, you know. I'm big off these shoes. Yeah. So, uh, Corin says supermarkets don't slice their bread anymore because of COVID. Is that true? I don't know if that's true. Maybe that's just I your didn't one. Slice it anyway. It was a machine. Well, you it? could go to the bakers, couldn't you? And um, you go, oh, can I get uh, can I get a bloomer? Uh, can you slice it for they us? They just whack it in a machine, don't they? No, just in a machine. No more touching than you'd expect, is there? Yeah, I'm not sure know. about that one. I, I'm going to side with Corinne on that one and say, supermarket, start slicing the bread again, yeah, pack it, it in. If, if that happened, there's no reason for them to... Get get slicing, put it in the I machine. mean, it, the supermarket's COVID central anyway. That's where everybody's getting it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? That's where, when you look at the graphs, it's always like, schools, 4%, <laughs> nursing homes, 8%, supermarkets, 45%. <laughs> like, that yeah. seems to be where people's going around licking tins of beans or whatever. I don't know what's happening. Touching stuff. Just stop, just stop it. People are rank, aren't they? I think that's what we've learned in the last 12 months. People are disgusting. Mm. <laughs> that's, that's what I've learned anyway. That's a lesson from the pandemic. <laughs> yeah, people exactly. are absolute filth. You can't trust people because they're not yeah. washing their hands. They're dirty. Get, they had to, they've had to be taught how to wash their hands. They're show dirty a video. Like 20 seconds as well, not like three seconds. <laughs> no, they had to do sing, it. Yeah. I tell you what, sing happy... You know the song, Happy Birthday... <laughs> Yeah, sing that <laughs> twice. They have to give them a like because they can't even count, they can't even trust them to get to twenty. <laughs> sing a song you know twice, but then how far do you go? Do you do like how old are you now and all that bit? Yeah, well. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute radio where real music matters. Sometimes there's like weird shortages and stuff. Like we, like I said, we've been doing the house up and stuff, and we got delayed. Uh, for months because uh, there was no glass in the country. We had no glass, Steve. Is there no glass? Why was there glass? no glass? Because apparently all our glass comes from China. Oh, so it wasn't Brexit then? It wasn't Brexit. Maybe it was a bit of Brexit. It was a bit of COVID. I don't know what the situation was, but they were waiting for this glass to be put on a ship and brought over mm. from uh, from China. I don't, know what the, I don't know why our glass comes from China. I think that's... One of the things I've learned, actually, during COVID is actually how much stuff does not get made in this country. I, I, oh, I think yeah. I've turned a blind eye to it a, a bit over the years. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you... but and that's because we're all hypocrites, Steve. Yeah. Every one of us is a hypocrite. Every one of us goes, oh, my God, save the high street. We're going to have no high street left. Mm. You're like, prime, delivered same yeah, day. But, I mean, I'm sort of fall between the two. I go, no, 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 I want this. That I want this mm. thing and I'm going to get it on the high street. And then I go there, nobody's got it. And I go, <laughs> no. oh, just get it on Prime then. I know. Be here tomorrow. Thing, be here, if I order it next hour, it'll be here by three o'clock in the afternoon. I know. I know. Well, every one of us is an absolute <laughs> hypocrite. Because the same with that, like the glass from China, you know, I've, they must make glass here. I mean, St. Mm. Helen's glass. Pilkington has the glass. glass. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They've even got a song about it. Um, was it St. Helen's glass as, as the class? Saint or was it St. Helen's, Helen's glass. glass as the class? Was it class or glass or glass? They wouldn't say glass in St. Helen's. Just, yeah, but it's a jingle, isn't it? It's no, not, it's, some, like, it's not Johnny Vegas singing it, is it? It's somebody from St. Helen's doing the, 
talking, Mate, is it? There, there would be uproar. Helen's class. Has no, yeah, it was class. Wasn't that it, just yeah. made, me, made me throw no, up a bit. Well, I the said I, class then. No, you didn't say... on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I did. they would be, they'd be ran out of St. Helens if they started Saint saying, calling it glass. Glass has the class. <laughs> it just wouldn't happen. If you ring them now, hello, St. Helens glass, you're like, I'm sorry, I got the wrong number, mate. Sorry, sorry, mate. Helens glass. <laughs> sorry, somebody else. <laughs> so they must make it here. I mean, we're an island surrounded by sand. I presume that's that's mm. what they make glass out of, don't they? I think it's part of it, it's one of its ingredients. Yeah, um, pretty sure, something like that. <laughs> Something like that, isn't it? And, it's sand um, and glass, isn't it? And then you melt it and it makes Sand glass. and glass makes glass. I don't think that's right. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. <laughs> yeah, I don't I'm pretty think sure that's it right, is. Steve. Yeah, 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 it is. Trust me, trust are you me. Sure, are you sure? Yeah, I just Googled it. And how do you make sand? Sand and sand? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sand and a bit of beach. You had a bit of beach, but only not, a sh- not a shingle beach, like a sand beach. Add that to sand, pop a bit of glass in. Bang, bingo, got some glass. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly how it's happened. Or glass, whatever you want to call it. But I know I'm a hypocrite because I I probably, if I'd have shopped around, I could have bought British glass, mm. but it would have cost more. Yeah, but you've got a Japanese toilet, so, I mean, I don't know what your <laughs> your house is. What is your house? I just it's live in the, the East, mate. I live yeah, in the East. Are, I can just hear the sort of pipe music coming out. <laughs> 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 like Mr Miyagi's dojo. It does actually play. It does actually play a tune when you when it starts washing your bum, my toilet. <laughs> does it? Like a spa yeah. tune, like that sort of music. Yeah, yeah. I'll face that. Is time. there like a parable as well? <laughs> Man with clean bottom. <laughs> Just some can sort of... face the day with pride. Yeah. <laughs> that should be added, and you can. That's a subscription <laughs> service, and you, you pay it once a month, and it's a different one every day. Or else you get the same one. You're like, I know a man with a tidy bum has a tidy life. I've heard this one. <laughs> We need, to, we need to subscribe. <laughs> Jordan has messaged. He says, my favourite part was when the Sunday League football was still on, but I couldn't go around and see my mum in a garden. Mm, but if I'd have signed her up to play centre-half, I could have given her a hug after she scored. Well, you could have screamed at her for not marking that wing. You told <laughs> yeah, man off. on! Mum on! What's wrong with you, Nan? Mum on! <laughs> Mum on, mum on, Nana, get your head in the game. <laughs> Just screaming out at your nan. <laughs> <laughs> would be a good idea. Leanne says, McDonald's couldn't bin my receipt because of COVID, even though they hadn't given me it yet. Oh, that's weird, isn't it? That well, seems so, odd, doesn't it? Do you want your receipt? And you've said no, and they've like, well, you've, you've got to have it. <laughs> you have to have it, I'm afraid. <laughs> no, I'm afraid you, you do. Uh, no, I don't want it. I don't need it, really. It's I mean, I know one. what it says. <laughs> I literally bought it. I was like, I'm going to eat it in a minute, so I'm not going to bring any of it back. Yeah, and also I don't want this to be found in the car when my wife goes, do you want a McDonald's? Oh. Um, I know. I can't I, say that I have a McDonald's. Yeah, it's like that Whitney Houston song. I found your McDonald's receipt. <laughs> <laughs> She's always finding these things. And I, I, what I'll do is I'll like, because I'll, I'll the coffee's lasted longer, mm. she'll find the McDonald's coffee. Yeah. And I, so I just went for a coffee. She went, oh, yeah, you just went to McDonald's for coffee, did you? Mm. Yeah, I have a cheeky side of cheeseburger. The only time I go, when I go to McDonald's is I have a, I'll have a meal and then... A cheeseburger is like a side. Yeah, it's like a like a, an amuse bouche. <laughs> yeah, full cheeseburger. Yeah, doesn't seem mm. right. It's the palate cleanser I'm... between the chips and the Big Mac. <laughs> I've actually not had any fast food for a while, Steve. We've been very good. Yeah, no, I've been very, very good. Yeah, um, but I'll tell you a bit. I'll tell you a bit about that later. I've got a funny story about my um, my uncle who I'm trying to teach calorie control to. Uh, it's not It's not going well. Uh, we're talking this morning about uh, these COVID excuses. Uh, Caroline says, when restaurants were open, the waitress told us we had to take our own drinks off the tray she was holding as she wasn't allowed to touch them because of COVID. Yeah, remember that. They, then came and chucked the cutlery onto the table. Mm, also, how did really. they get on the... How did they get on the tray? Yeah, exactly. 
She must have put them on the tray. Why can't you take them off the tray? Well, it's like a reverse when you pull the tablecloth out. You put the drinks on the bar and then you just slide the tray underneath really quickly without spilling them. Yeah, there was a lot of that going on early. That, that yeah. first, that first. Uh, it's like people have been told half the. St- well, they've been told the full story. You don't touch that because you're not meant to touch it, and then give it to somebody else. And they've gone, all oh, right, and then they've gone and touched something else, like the cutlery. Just mm. use your common sense there. Yeah, it? and I do feel. I've got to say, I feel so sorry for those sort of staff who. You know, they're being fed like half information and told what to do and what not to do. And then every place is different. So as a customer, you go in one mm. place and they've got a set of rules. And you go in another place, they've got a different set of rules. Yeah. Like no. it, it is confusing. Uh, Melanie Ross says the chip shop wouldn't let, wouldn't let me have a wooden fork that comes wrapped in paper because of COVID, even though they just made my food. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? <laughs> that is a bit odd. Although I would say nobody's touching your chips and fish with their hands. No one's no, reaching in to get the chips out, are they? We've got that little thing, haven't you? That little, whatever that's called. You know that thing? No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what they get the chips out with? That thing. What, like a shovel thing? Like a chip it's shovel. a bit like um, you'd get the cat litter out. The, the cat, oh, yeah, it is that the same like thing, that. isn't it? Do you ever, like when you're one. emptying the cat litter tray, do you ever pretend you work in a really mucky fish and chip shop? <laughs> cat poo and chips, anyone? Just coming out of the fryer? Just when you're just sifting the... <laughs> Cat no, do you know what? I need to I need to get some cat litter tips off you, Steve. To be honest, because we're going through a lot. Because my wife bought these um, cat litter liners, like a little pit, like plastic oh, yeah, that goes yeah. at they the go bottom. On the bottom of the thing, yeah. So after a day or so, I just I just get it all and I throw it all out. Mm, but I probably could be, be saving expensive some of that. in the long run. Yeah, I know, I know. I'm, I'm getting through it fast, man. This is uh, that's the sort of thing we do on this show. <laughs> we deal with the real issues. Yeah, cat cat litter issues. <laughs> Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. You know, like I'm like a health guy now, Steve. Yeah, yeah, health guy, you're a chess guy, yeah. Yeah, that's me. Um, but because I follow The Rock basically on Instagram, and now I feel like. I'm, yeah, I'm you're pretty much brothers, aren't you? I'm cut from the well, same. I didn't tell um, you this, stone. but. Stone. <laughs> yeah, we are roughly the same weight, but his is, <laughs> his is mostly muscle. He, he, that's just his neck. <laughs> yeah, it's just his, the next circumference is the same, but for different reasons. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I've been doing since beginning of the year now, and look, I will say I'm going to preface this with whatever you want to do to try and get healthy and lose weight is your thing. Okay, I'm not, mm. I'm not pooing on anybody else's breakfast cereal. Okay, um, although that will help you lose weight because it would, not yeah. Eat <laughs> I leave breakfast things. I've got um, half breakfast this week. <laughs> just have some of them dog sausages. <laughs> so I so since lockdown, right? Since the beginning of January, this is lockdown three. Um, yeah. This is lockdown three. Uh, back on patrol. Um, we um, yeah lost like about a stone and a half actually. Right. Two months, right? That's really good. pleased with that. And that is just simply and I, and bear in mind, I've done every diet in the world. Every single day I go in, I'm like, oh, what's that? Is that a shake? Oh, I'll do that. Is that a protein? Yeah. I'll do that. I've done them all, and this is the one that seems to be working for me, right? And all it is is calorie. I'm just counting my calories, Steve. Yeah. So I've gone into me, me, my fitness pal, and I've put in all my details, and it says, look, if you want to try and lose a pound or two pound a week, which is you know a healthy sort of weight loss, a sustainable weight loss, uh, I need to be getting about sort of 1,500 calories a day. Right. Um, so, and, and it's, you know, it takes a while to sort of get, get there, but it's actually totally doable and I don't feel hungry most of the time. So then I'm in the car with my uncle the other day. He is, um, he's a driver, he's, he drives cars mm. and he's driving me to London and we're having a chat about this and he's sort of saying, oh, I'm trying to lose weight and I don't know how to do it and stuff. And I say, oh, have you got onto this? Like my fitness pal and, you know, yeah. you can become quite evangelical when you've, you know, when you're first into something like this, you yeah, know, yeah, I, feel, I can yeah. hear myself already becoming that. Yeah. I said, you want to do this, count calories and stuff like that, but ease into it. This is my big tip, right? Ease into healthy eating. Do not go from having McDonald's and Domino's over the weekend to just having a salad on a Every Monday. Yeah, yeah, it's not sustainable. Yeah. It's not no. you. That's not you as a person. But just for the first couple of weeks, the first month, just make better choices. Mm. Have an half that- and half pizza. Oh, you can't, can you? <laughs> No, he can't. I was telling him. So I said to him, you know, uh, you know, a silly example, but I said, you know, if you go to McDonald's and you're having, uh, you know, a massive meal uh, and a side of cheeseburger and a McFlurry and all those different things that you're having, I said, just, you know, go there and just go, right, I'll have that. I just won't have chips. 
or I mm. won't have this, and just make those choices and, and ease yourself into... Have the salad uh, bag. Have the little have bag the, of uh, the, the apple and the, the, the grapes. There you go, have that. The I'll be happy to see them go, oh, thank goodness. Thank God. You're the we first one, one this month. You're the first one this month. Who's that for one of them? <laughs> so lunchtime comes around. And I've gone off to do this job and uh, do an episode of QI and he's gone for lunch and he comes back and he said, oh, I really took on board what you said today. And I said, all right, what's that? He said, well, I went for my lunch. I said, oh, what did you have? He went, I went to Subway. I said, yeah. Mm, okay. Okay, right. not great, yeah. Not a great start, but okay, fine. You know, they do salads at Subway and they're, yeah. and they're really nice, you know, so fair enough. I said, what did you have? He said, uh, I had a hearty Italian bread. Yeah. Um, he said, I had a foot long. Yeah, I mean, nobody needs a foot of sandwich, Steve. Well, I mean, they wouldn't sell it if somebody somebody needs it. <laughs> well, that was obviously a desire. No, yeah. of course. He said I had a foot long chicken and bacon with salad, and I said, chicken's right, a, okay. Chicken's a lean meat, isn't it? That's yeah, good. yeah, yeah. And he said, and I said, what's the what's the I did not have here? chips, Jay. Basically, he went. Well, I usually have a meatball marinara. And I have two cookies and a coke, and I didn't have oh, those. So no, he's right though. He has to. So he is right. What you said, yeah. So he basically did what I said, but he still had a thousand calories in one sandwich. Oh yeah, that there is um, that. Yeah, there is that. Yeah, but it's it's, it's mad, isn't it? I, I, and I just thought to myself, I wonder why at school they don't properly teach this at school because it, it does take you know calories and all those sort of things. It does take a while to get, in. and not all calories are equal and all that. You, I get that, um, but why? It's quite a big deal, isn't it, to sort of eat well, mm. <laughs> you know, for your life. Why are they not teaching us this at school properly? They definitely didn't teach me this at school. No, I don't know. I don't know. They weren't like at school going, OK, we're going to do this lesson about food. I don't, I don't, even in food no. tech, I don't really remember them no, talking about like energy in versus energy out and all that sort of stuff. I don't yeah. know. Not like a maths lesson when they went, um, walking minus bickies equals good. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, why is that not a thing? Anyway, look, I know teachers got enough to think about right now, but <laughs> I don't want to come across as old Jamie Oliver either, Matt. You you have a turkey twist. Well, he you tried, want. didn't he? He tried, and that's that's no, no. the problem, isn't it? We all Nobody just laughed, laughed him out of the place. <laughs> we did. We Shut literally up. went. <laughs> <laughs> we just want to learn stuff. What about Shut up? <laughs> <laughs> this is the Stranger Times with CK McDonald. CK McDonald is with us this morning, author of a brilliant new book, Stranger Times. Make sure you grab that now. It's in all the places you could buy a book, all the places you could imagine, other than in a real-life bookshop. Bookshop, yeah. Because uh, we can't get in. I'm, I'm sure it's in there. We just can't get in there ourselves. Queeve, morning. How are you? I'm, I'm very well, sir. Very well indeed. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. We're getting through, aren't we? Yeah. Enjoying ourselves. Uh, now, uh, you uh, have got three stories for us. Uh, two are true. One is false. And it's up to me and Steve to to decipher which ones they are. And, and are these stories that you've uh, you've come up with through all your research uh, for for the book? Yeah, it's just sort of my obsession with weird news, reading things like the Fourteen Times and all these other websites, and sort of these are coming up. And uh, this week I've gone for a theme of animal encounters as well, so they're all animal based Ooh. this week. Okay, well, I okay. like it. I like it. So currently it is one nil to me, Steve. Well, I feel a bit like I was hustled. Uh, you know, because oh, really? you were going, is it two or is it three? I don't know how to play the game. What is it, two false ones? And then you just went bang and got it. I felt like if you'd have said at any point, why don't we make this a bit more interesting? I'd have gone, yeah, all right, 10 grand, because he clearly doesn't understand the game. And then suddenly you just pluck out the winner. Yeah. So, okay, yeah, no, it's fine. I know what I'm dealing with now. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> right, hit us with our three stories, Queeve. Story number one. Officials in the town of Warrensville, Oregon, have warned residents to be especially mindful of bears breaking into houses scavenging for food. Experts believe their appetite for the bears has increased due to runoff from the world's second largest legal marijuana farm going into the water supply. Oh, right, so bears okay. have got the munchies. Bears with the munchies, I mean. It's the last thing you want, isn't okay. it? Okay, yes, the last thing you want. What hell of an episode of Winnie the Pooh that'd be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Piglet. I love you, Piglet. Okay, go on. Um, this one is, a man was discovered at JFK Airport with 70 live finches inside hair rollers in his luggage. They were on their way to a high-stakes underground singing contest where punters bet on how many times they chirp in a minute. Wow. <laughs> oh. It's a lot to unpack there, isn't it? Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> uh, 
Number three, in Louisiana, a woman became trapped under a camel after she entered its enclosure at a truck stop to retrieve her dog. She had to bite the camel's testicle in order to save herself from being crushed to death. Where did she get that bit of information from? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even know that was a thing. Would you know that was a thing? To re- yeah, yeah, we on a jellyfish thing, punch a shark, uh, bite the balls of a camel. I think that's that's it. We all Sorry, know. no, I remember seeing it now on a T-shirt. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I think that's it. I think. You've obviously not watched enough Attenborough, but no. they have an episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fighting the planet. Okay. Right, so camel uh, troubles... Yeah. Got a bear stoned. What was the middle story? Smuggle f- oh, inches or something. Inches, yeah. 70 live inches. Yeah. Which is right. <clears throat> I mean, that does sound made up to me. That's the, I think that's the made up one. I'm going for the, 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 the finches in the air rollers. The finches one. But then it almost seems like whose brain could come up with that as a lie? A writer. I know Queeve is, <laughs> is a, an imaginative man, but it just seems so mad that it could be true. So, uh, so I'm going to go camel. Right, so Steve's going for the bird club. Uh, you're going yeah. for the camel. I can tell you the fake one was the first one with the stone what? bears. So what? I've now surprisingly got a position on the leaderboard. It's, wow. <laughs> this has become a three-way contest, what? gentlemen. How? Yeah. How is... I need to know more about these finches. Yeah, so do I. Well, An underground singing competition. What was it? Did you know, to be fair, my favourite weird thing in it that I think needs to be pointed out was actually in the camel story where they said uh, the dog entered the camel's enclosure at a truck stop because every yeah. truck stop needs a camel enclosure. <laughs> of course it does, yeah, just but to keep you busy while you're eating your sandwich, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> it is a strange world, Queen McDonald. Wow. Crikey, so there you go. So still 1-0 uh, to me. Uh, to does Queen get a point for... for I think so, yeah. So, oh, yeah. come on. Right. I'm, I'm bottom of the leaderboard. <laughs> bottom of the leaderboard, yeah. So 1-1-0. One, one, <laughs> Uh, we'll uh, we'll have you back next week, my friend. Look forward to it. Uh, make sure you look out for Queeve's book. Uh, if I see K McDonald, The Stranger Times, you can have a look on the website. Give us the website address, Queeve. Uh, TheStrangerTimes.co.uk. There you go. Head over there and grab that brilliant book right now. Jason. Absolute Radio. Manford. Where real music matters. You know, I've sort of tried to be doing a little bit of running each morning, Steve. Yeah. And yeah. a bit of exercise and stuff, trying to get a bit healthy. And um, what I've realised is, I guess it says I'm sort of getting older as well, but what I need is a good stretch. Yeah, yeah. And I've stretched yeah, myself, I've Before done yoga. And after. Yeah, yeah, but I'm I'm talking like... Oh, you're a yoga guy, yeah, because you have done yeah, yoga. You know yeah. me, I'm a yoga guy. Um, yeah. I, I... No, I need a third... like a Not a third person. A second person would be fine. Um, but I need yeah. another person to do it. And I've been to the physio. What, to stretch you? Yeah, I've been to yeah. physio, and they, you know, get the they get their elbows in there, the thumbs in, they can stretch little bits here and there. Um, I've been for massage, you know, that's that's fine. There's something missing. What I think I need is remember those medieval racks. Mm, yeah, the torture implements. The yeah. torture implement, yeah. And there was a guy on the side, and it was like, duh, 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 and he just keeps winding it. Yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. stretching your back out. Oh. You're one of them. Oh, the idea of that sounds luxury. Does sound nice, doesn't it? Oh, I'd love that. Your arms up, your feet strapped in, and then sh- I reckon I'm two inches taller than I am. Mm, yeah. I think it's once all my vertebrae sort of come apart and that. Oh, I'd love that. Wasn't there was a thing in the eighties it used to be around in a lot of films where people used to have like a, a like a bar, like a metal yeah. bar above their door, and they used to like put their feet on it. Do you remember and hang upside down? There was like a little oh, yeah. hooks on your shoes and you just hang there. That'd stretch That's your right. back out. Yeah, I'd, I don't know. I'd get up or down. Well, you'd have to do it with a door open as well. So you look like a bat. Because <laughs> if you did it with the door closed and somebody tried to get in or just whacked you in the face. Yeah, you know, you don't I, want these that. things never came up in the stuff that I saw it no. in. But... Sometimes I get the kids to walk on my back. I just lie on the kitchen floor. Mm. and Because I, I did my back in the other day just lifting the sofa up. and I... Um, and uh, really, really so. So I get my kids to like walk on me back, but mm. obviously I don't know because they're all varying ages. So I start, I start at six, and I'll just work my way up to the eleven-year-old. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I go There's right. Two you of start. them as well, isn't there? So you can, if, if that's the perfect uh, temperature, <laughs> yeah. you, you know, the weight that you want, then that's yeah, yeah. ideal. Yeah. So that's that's all I found at the moment is to get children to walk on your back. But is obviously, it lower back or upper back? Where is um, it? It's sort of yeah, like lower. 
mid, lower, lower to mid back. Yeah, yeah, that's where mine is as well. I think it's just yes. tall, isn't it? Being tall, I think. There's that. Sort of... Yeah, there's an element of that. I think once you sort of hit six foot, it can be a bit of a struggle. But I just, you know, you can't. You know, if, if I typed in, like, you know, I need a child to walk on my back. Like, mm, you know, I don't yeah. want to Google that, Steve. I think no, that, you, you don't. Know. You don't want to press search on that, do you? No, yeah. that's not. That's not good for anybody. But mm. um, what I need is, I don't know. Is there is there some is there a company out there that just gives you a good stretch, mm. like hip flexors, your ankles, like, you know, to the point of like, ah, oh, that hurts. That's what I want. Well, I'm sure there is. But, but, um, I, but at the same time, I don't want like a dominatrix. You know what I mean? I don't want it to. It's not. Oh, uh, oh right. I don't know then. <laughs> <laughs> Sunday mornings, eight till eleven. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Join us now is uh, a brilliant comedian and uh, an old friend of mine from the British comedy circuit, and now an acclaimed writer. Eddie Brimson has a new book out called Naughty Boy, uh, based on his, uh, well, it was reviewed to uh, amazing reviews uh, when it was uh, up in Edinburgh, and it is now a book that you can buy from all the places you buy books from. Morning, Eddie, how are you? I'm great, thanks, and thank you very much for having me on. Not at all, mate, not at all. Nice to nice to have you on. It's obviously been a, a tough year, hasn't it, with no no gigs? It has, mate, yeah, it has been. There's been the odd Zoom gig here and there, but, I hope, you know, that's coming back now. There's light at the end of the tunnel. But, um, yeah, so it's been a year for diversifying, really. Yeah, of and, course. Uh, trying to find yeah. other avenues, and here we well, are. Well, you've certainly done that. I mean, I'm impressed that you've uh, written a book. I've not even read one uh, <laughs> during this lockdown. So fair play to you. Tell us what, what it's about and where you sort of got the ideas from. Well, a few years ago, I was asked to write a, a screenplay for Lionsgate Films, um, and they wanted really a beat-me-up film, and I didn't want to do that. I wanted to write something a bit more in-depth. And whilst I was writing that, I thought, oh, this might make a book. And then just building up to Edinburgh, um, I was writing my comedy show and I thought, I, I like to challenge myself at Edinburgh, so I thought, oh, this might be worth trying as a one-man play. And I yeah. tried it and it went down really well. And then when I come back, I revisited the book, but um, I had to do a complete rewrite because I wanted it to reflect the play more. And um, yeah, it's, uh, and here we are with it and I'm really, really pleased with how it's turned out. It's been, it's well, been a really good challenge. Well, I'm looking at the reviews on Amazon. I mean, you've nothing less than five stars. Yeah, I mean, I every know, single uh, review. Gritty, brutal, with exceptional writing, shocking but incredibly powerful. Just read it. It's good, says one, yeah, says one person. I'll take that in this day and age, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's so different doing a play to, chase, to doing stand-up because you're not chasing any laughs. There's some dark humour in the, in the tale, but it's, um, it's a pretty hard-hitting tale of um it's about mental health really and there's a lot of politics in there about them and us and nature mm. nurture how society molds us and then how we are sort of little cogs in the machine so there's quite a lot of that in there and which yeah. is quite apt now it starts in a mental institution and then goes on this hedonistic weekend away which comes to a very chilling conclusion and um so it covers a lot of topics that are sort of relevant to now so um mm. Yeah, it's a bit of the time, really. Uh, it sounds great. I mean, well, that's the sort of... I mean, me and Steve, have, this is the sort of I thing mean, we, we would read it. anyway, wouldn't we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Well, you know, men, mental health is a big issue at the moment, and um, it, it tackles that. One of the things that drove me to, to write it in the first place is I, I think we live in a time where um, there's no acceptance that some people are just bad. The character in this book knows exactly who he is, and what he is. And right. he states very early on that he doesn't want you to like him. He's not right. looking for friends. He's not looking for acceptance because he knows who he is. And then wow. it's how he plays the system yeah. in the end. And it's like, you give me a way out. You think I'm too stupid to take it. And so yeah. it, it, he touches on that kind of thing. And it's... Um, so yeah, yeah, it's quite it's quite powerful and hard hitting. I, I think. I hope it's a massive success. Yeah, you, you know, you really deserve it. You're an exceptional comedian, and obviously it's been a very difficult year. Uh, and I'm so pleased and and proud of you, mate, that you've you know you've diversified into something and that it's getting the the reviews that you deserve. Well, it's very kind of you, mate, and it's very kind. And, it's, and I really appreciate the support as well. It's, uh, it's we've got a nice tight-knit community as comedians and yeah. uh, we look after each other so it's, uh, it's, I'm very thankful for the support mate 
Not at all. So Naughty Boy, you can get it on uh, on all the places you get books. Obviously, it's on Amazon, uh, the bookstore online, and uh, and whatnot. And it's uh, it's in paperback, and you can get it uh, on your Kindle as well. Naughty Boy by Eddie Brimson. Go and find that book right now. Eddie, all the best, and uh, fingers crossed, I'll see you at a gig at some point in the future. Hopefully, mate. Take care. Thank all you. Right, mate. Cheers. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Have you been watching much telly this week, Steve? I have. This week's mainly been dominated by Your Honour, which is on Sky Atlantic, I think, mm. or something like that. Very good. It's oh, Brian, it does look Brian good, Cranston. Actually, yeah. Brian Cranston, yes. you're, you're breaking bad man there, or you're Malcolm in the Middle Man, depending on how old you are. Yeah. And uh, it's weird seeing him with air again after Breaking Bad. Oh, but, uh, of course, yeah, he's, yeah. It's, I don't want to give too much away because it's all about shocks and, you know... Uh, right, OK. Twists. And it's and like stuff. a big... But basically, his son, his son is involved in a terrible crime, accidental, but a mm. crime, something's happened, uh, and he sort of is trying to cover it up, but he is a judge. So Ooh. that's the title. It's Your Honour is like, he is Your Honour, but he's also... He's, he's an honourable person, but what's right. the thing here? Is this that or yeah. that? This is my the son and that guy was a bad guy. Yeah, because the, the the crime that's been committed has been to... Uh, well, I mean, if you watched the first episode of Gogglebox last week, you'll see a lot of it on Right. There, but... What's weird is it looks brilliant. Everyone mm. I've spoke to in the real world, like, as in yeah. you, yeah. Um, uh, you know, and friends have watched it, have said it's the best thing to watch. It's the best thing since that thing with... Uh, you know, Hugh uh, Graham. Yeah, that tiled off at the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, all the reviews are like three star. Mm, well, I've not seen it all, so I don't no. know. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I quite fancy the, the, the look of that, to be honest. That does that does look good. I started watching something on um, Amazon, actually. Um, oh, I'm watching one on Netflix called Behind Her Eyes. Mm. Have you watched Ooh, that one yet? No. Oh, that's good. That? It's just weird. Proper weird. I've got a feeling... It's going to tail off, though. Okay. You know, even now I'm on episode three and I think, ah, where are they going with this? Might be all right. It's just that we haven't got just so little time, isn't there? So you, we, I know. we want stuff to be rubbish so we can go, ah, and just give up <laughs> on episode <laughs> yeah. three and start something else. Don't bother with that. Yeah. No, it's good, actually. It's it's it's, it's a good one to watch together as well because there's, there's a lot of conversation starters where you go, oh, man, you know, what if that happened to you? What would you do? Like, well, my, my mate's like just started watching Queen's Gambit. I know we've both watched it. And he said, it's really good, isn't it? What's it like? And I said, the review of it, which everyone said to me, is, mm. yeah, it's all right. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's probably right. It was yeah, very watchable. Right. And It's watchable. And... It was very well done, very well performed, yeah. looked great. Yeah. But, but it didn't matter. No. <laughs> No, the end of it, like it. there was nothing big coming. It was like yeah, it's just a bit, it's just chess, yeah, it? but it was right. good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah, yeah. It's right. and like you said, yeah. well put together. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah right. <laughs> um, the other one I started watching. I just watched episode one last night because my friend, who to be fair, is also a personal trainer. So you know that sort of person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that sort of bloke, lads, mm. lads, lads. Yeah. Um, he recommended Vikings on Amazon. Of course he did. <laughs> Jay, you want to watch a program about the Vikings? <laughs> Um, okay. Do I? Um, but actually, it is really good. I've only watched the first episode, but I was like, yeah, I'm in. Like, if you're missing, I know you didn't watch this, but if you're missing Game of Thrones and those sort of shows, hmm. it's got that sort of uh, vibe going on. So, uh, okay, a lot of a oh. lot of very strong characters, a lot of strong female characters as well. It's not it's not just lads, 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 Steve. No, these Vikings. Uh, so yeah, I've, uh, I've they were a bit that. though, weren't they? They were <laughs> the very Vikings. much lads, lads, lads. I think famously, yeah, it's like woke like... Vikings. Oh, come on, mate. <laughs> Don't be pillaging. Pillaging's all right, but don't do the other stuff, yeah, because, you know, it's not right. Yeah, it's just not right, not in this day and age. So Vikes is pretty good. Um, and I think we also had a recommendation on uh, on the emails, actually, if you want to ever email anything that you think, uh, oh, sure, I think Jason and Steve would like this, uh, you can email at jason at uh, absoluteradio.co.uk. This came through from James. He said, hello, Jason and Sir Steve. Thanks mm. for all the podcasts. They've been an immense source of happiness throughout this lockdown. Me and my wife have watched For Life on Sky off oh. your recommendation. Yeah. Wow, how brilliant was that? Absolutely blown away by it. That's and nice. he was right. It was brilliant. You never watched it in the end, did you? No, but I don't think I have. Brilliant. No. Nicholas Pinnock was absolutely fantastic. At the pinnacle of his career, I would say, mm, Steve. Nice, nice, See what nice. I did there? Yeah. Um, but uh, he, said, he also recommends Resident Alien on Sky, a dark comedy drama sci-fi. Bit weird and kooky. We're only two episodes in, but it's very different. 
and very good so I far. I have a feeling I might have seen that. I think it was yeah. good. I watched the episode one. It's um, yeah, it's basically about an alien that then takes the the, the role of a sort of village uh, doctor. That's right. A, yeah, yeah, and um, it's pretty dark, but it's yeah, it's, it's that first episode is really funny. So I will keep on it. Thanks very much for the recommendation. This is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Matters. Thanks for joining us this morning here on Absolute Radio. What have you got on this week, Steve? Um, what am I doing this week? I don't know anymore. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing this week. Nothing, Ask me probably. what I'm doing. Ask me. What are you doing this week? Steve, I am going to be one of the hosts of Comic Relief on Friday night. Oh, that's this week, isn't it? Yes. That's this week, yeah. Big Comic Relief. Yeah. Uh, that's happening on Friday evening, and uh, I'm very much looking forward to it. It was a huge honour to be involved in it. I've been involved in it a little bit over the years, but uh, actually mm. hosting it in the studio, wowzer. Feels yes. big time. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. do join us. Uh, we're going to be playing uh, Text to Win which is on air from 10.40 to 11.40 on, on Friday night, um, where you can win loads and loads of prizes at the same time as donating to Comet Relief, which is, let's be honest, better, isn't it? Because yeah, it's not it's, about it's, you, it's, Steve, when, but when I see charity things, I always think, what's in it for me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know? And this is the perfect antidote to that. You can go, oh, here's a donation. What do I win? So that's that how it works. It for that, me. Yeah, it's a good idea. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so that's Friday night uh, this week. So good luck with everybody who's doing uh, raising money and stuff for Comic Relief. Uh, I'll keep an eye out for you all on social media. In the meantime, we'll see you next week here on Absolute Radio. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters.